It's quick snaps. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. With Kostaki Economopolis. I got some jokes, you know how we do. And Aaron Hodges. Do you know I tried out as a place kicker for the Hartford Colonials? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Playoffs? We're going to see how it feels. Can't wait. Quick snaps. Quick snaps. Quick snaps is the podcast for fun. Hey everybody! Quick snaps, comedy football talk. Kostaki Economopolis. Aaron Hodges. Aaron Hodges drinking Snapple. Sorry, you caught me off guard. Oh, you did okay. a quick snap intro. I, I I quick snapped it. You were <laughs> you weren't even ready, and I quick snapped it. Never saw it coming. <laughs> like that's how we do. Like the loss I'm taking in the fantasy league. Never saw it coming. Never. Saw I am. I was looking at that, and it is preposterous that you're scoring 142 and getting blown out. Blown out. You. Oh, it's a, it's it's settled. It's a. The game ends 142, which to those of you who don't know is quite a good score in a fantasy league. Pretty good score, yeah. It's pretty damn good. You'd win 90% of the time if you scored 142 and a half. And you lost to a guy who scored 190.6. Absolutely insane. His um, team is insane. In fact, is this this is one of the top scores of the whole year all teams all season long. Yeah. Yeah. Some really it's, fluky shit that happened for him though this shit like this week. But all right, lots of kudos, taps on the back to Henry. But goddamn, Emmanuel Sanders getting 40 points. Getting a long uh, touchdown where it's like a broken play and then also throwing a touchdown. He threw a touchdown. And A.J. Brown had the game of his life. Yeah. And Ian Thomas, who I've never even fucking who? heard of, got a touchdown. Who's Ian Thomas? Exactly. Come on. Edelman had a great night. Henry had a great day. Elliot had a great... I mean, it's ridiculous. This this score is ridiculous. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm a little sour, but I understand. Fine, I right? understand. It's fine. I'm, uh, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. You had nothing to do with it. My team, the one seed, scored 122 to give you some idea of what good teams do. See, I would have, would have beat you. You would have beat me. Played the wrong guy. That's right. Hello, Mike Evans. Oh, I'm screwed. My best player pulled his hammy on the touchdown he scored. Oh, yeah, I saw the highlight. He he did. That's what it looked like. That's what it was indeed, huh? Yeah. He literally pulled his hammy and was declared out for the game immediately. Like, that's never a good sign for the next week. That is terrible news. Yeah, as long as we're talking fantasy. So I had the bye in this league. So I'm I'm in the final four, right? All right. It looks like I'm a big favorite to win my first game in Andreas's league, so I'll be in that final four, probably. And it looks like uh, my my team, Fat Bottom Girly, is going to have the biggest fantasy collapse I've ever seen. The team was eight and one, first place, completely dominating the the whole thing. And in our league, no team that's won nine games has ever not made the playoffs. Because we have a four-team playoff out of 12. 
Yeah. So it's it's kind of elite air. Like if you get nine games, you're in pretty much. Yeah, nine is good, even for I was eight for a one. six league team. And now I'm predicted to lose this game, and I will have lost five in a row and missed the playoffs at eight and six. It's crazy. Who needs a hug, Kostaki? <laughs> anyway, you know I we'll do see. have one uh, closing thought on the uh, our our league specifically. Yeah. Um. There are two teams that are named after something to do with my crotchal area. <laughs> I also noted that. <laughs> so it's starting to wonder, am I talking about my crotchal area too much? That's nice. It's nice. <laughs> they're, 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 they're showing you some love. The listeners are showing you love. <laughs> they're, they're, they're dialed in to your problems. Yeah, that's how I'll take it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, it's it's fine. But I, you know, and going into this game, I was a small favorite, and now I'm very unlikely to win. They Malcolm Brown got a plunge for a yard and a half. Like it's the only time he touched the ball the whole night, as far as I know. Stop stealing Gurley's touchdowns. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we I thought we were done. I thought we were done. Sorry, my real teams won. The Falcons <laughs> and whoever's playing the Patriots, they both won. That's, that's nice. Yeah, that doesn't happen often this year. Both of those teams win. Uh, I love watching Tom Brady lose. It's one of my favorite things. Did the he... Patriots suck so much today. The refs stopped rooting for them. <laughs> Any close-ups on the hair this week? <laughs> on Brady's hair? Yeah. I did. I, I, you know what? There was an extended press conference thing on Sports Center that I watched about I love his hair. A sad Tom Brady just being diplomatic and oh yeah, sad. Yeah. It's the best. You know, you know why he's doing his holiday shopping at Walmart this year? Because he can't find a Target. Ah. <laughs> Here's a joke I've already caught a lot of shit on Twitter about. Uh oh. It's <laughs> and it's from uh, Bartini. Bartini sent me this, this joke. Oh, he's a gunslinger. <laughs> the, Patriots o- the Patriots' offensive line is struggling. Michael J. Fox could draw a better line. That's <laughs> a, a fun line. It's a good joke. What do you want in a joke? <laughs> people uh, people love Michael J. Fox too much to laugh at that. I think all of Bartini's jokes have a hint of cruelty to them. Yeah, he's he's mean. He's, you're right. <laughs> His, he likes dark, which I like dark too. I, I can yeah. kind of agree with his taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually went back and forth with one dude who like, you know, thrashed me for posting this, whatever. He said, "I hope someone in your family gets, you know, gets this disease." I'm like, "Somebody in my family has it." You think I'm pro Parkinson's? Is that what you take away from this joke? Good God, yeah, <laughs> and that's parallel too. It's hey, so you made stupid. a joke about a thing. I hope you get it. I know, right? It's like, just because you're joking about something that has some heft to it doesn't mean that you're making light of the thing. Like, some of life's hardest things need jokes about them. That's my opinion. I, 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 now, I'm not tone deaf. I understand not everybody agrees with me on this, but I, that's my position. And it's my Twitter page, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's my Twitter, and I'll do what I want with it. I mean, that's the whole point of having a Twitter page, is to put on it what you think is interesting and funny and good. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even write it. (laughs) 
<laughs> you, you didn't I, quote him, though. You didn't put. I blame Kevin Bartine. You, you didn't give no, no. him the credit I claimed on Twitter, it as my you? own. I will handle it as if I wrote it, because I, I put it out there. I, I get, take full responsibility. Yeah, right. <laughs> I actually think it's, a, I think it's a good lot. I wish I wrote it. I'm starting <laughs> to think Bartini's your fall guy. <laughs> no, I didn't even think of mentioning him until I didn't want to not give him credit for it. And then I'm like, I don't know. Joke bombs, Sky, you know, he, fucking Bartini, you know. You he's know. funny. If you like dark <laughs> jokes, go follow Kevin Bartini. He's out there. Dude. Listen, they're, then, they're not all home runs. He doesn't give me all great jokes, but sometimes he's great. He was texting me some funny stuff today. He was saying that he, he had this premise that, you know, uh, Patriots fans have to be coached, you know, because they've been so spoiled. They have to be coached on how to feel now because they've never had this sort of sadness about yeah. the team. You got to get like a grizzled Falcons fan to like teach him what it's like to root for a team that's not very good. That's where you come in. <laughs> I, know, it's kind of, I thought it was kind of a funny premise. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's like uh, a backdoor brag. Yes, it, which is also very Bartini. Yes, also very. Yeah. Actually, very he Bartini. usually busts through the front door with the brag. Right, this right. Was, uh, that was the backdoor brag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's another line from him. Tom Brady hasn't been this uncomfortable since Giselle made him try bangs. That's funny. That's a good joke. All right. The Chiefs gear was accidentally sent to Newark instead of Boston. Gee, I wonder if Bill Belichick was in the Kansas City FedEx office at any point during the week. <laughs> it was actually a problem. Like, it got there like 90 minutes before kickoff. Which Come is on. way later than you want your helmet and your pants. And your, We're talking about helmets and shoulder yeah, pads? Yeah, like legit like pads and helmets and, and uniforms and everything. Whoa. And I read online that if they didn't have that stuff at kickoff, they have to forfeit the game. The Patriots? The Chiefs didn't get their stuff. It went to Newark instead of Boston. Yeah, what if that's and, not their fault? Well, I guess it's, it's the team's responsibility to get their shit together. Wow, it's interesting, right? I didn't. I've never heard of a forfeit for anything like that, and it seems like there'd be a mix-up like that once in a while. Right? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Packages get lost all the time. Maybe they send like two, two, two clusters of it with one in each. You know, like there's a backup. I don't know. It's interesting. I would think if it's if it could be that tight, you got to send that shit more than the day of. Apparently, they send a lot of stuff day of. That's insane. Yeah, I think so, too. They have, like, Especially if you forfeit the game. Private planes? <laughs> like, flying these things? I don't... I didn't get the full story. It sounded like the team... Somebody with the team, like, picked it up and was driving it, like, madly from Newark to Boston. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> In fairness, no one goes to Newark on purpose. <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> aiming for boston but settling for newark that sounds like the arc of some college dreams right there <laughs> so i'm gonna go to harvard well i'll wind up in new jersey somewhere. rutgers rutgers newark campus <laughs> is, there, is there a rutgers newark yes there is <laughs> oh god that's a drop off from from every, everywhere <laughs> i was gonna say from harvard but from any boston school Certainly, uh, and, certainly. And there are a thousand of them. Uh, Ravens escaped the Bills. There's a headline I saw. Congrats, Ravens. I've been trying to escape Bills for years. Yeah, right? Uh, 
Ravens coach lost his notes and they blew on the field. And a Bills player, Tredavious White, scooped them up and was trying to read them, and the referee took them away. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White has been named the Bill Belichick Man of the Year. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, some Jason Garrett notes blew away as well, but nobody cared to read them. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Garrett's notes probably just say, uh, have the guys run towards the painted part of the grass and then clap. <laughs> I feel like every test that Jason Garrett took in school, he always got a C minus, <laughs> no matter what the test was. Garrett's notes at this point are probably just printouts from Monster.com. He's going to need a job soon. How much does it suck for your owner to say to the press that he will be coaching in the league next year and just leaving it at that? Like, not not for our team, but he's good enough to coach for somebody. Like, what's yeah. a crazy thing to say? Not a great vote of confidence. Cowboys are first place right now at six and seven. <laughs> the NFC East is a terrible division. It's a worse division than Fatal Attraction. That's a bad division. <laughs> right there. Uh, the NFL won't reseed the playoffs. Uh, Adam Schefter reported there's zero steam for that idea, and I thought zero steam. That's a good nickname for the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping the playoff system like it is is good news for Cowboys fans. That way you can get into the playoffs every year at 6-10. and 10. That's nice. <laughs> uh, it's also nice for the Cowboys to lose on Thursdays the last couple of weeks so their fans can just check that box and enjoy their Sundays. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We're going to have an Eli Manning sighting here soon. I know. I was going to ask you, do you care? I'm kind of rooting for him at this point. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him win, beat the Eagles. Yeah, I bet he has a great game. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to bet money. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to bet a six pack of beer or anything important. I, I'm just saying I, I'm rooting for him. At this point, I feel like Eli's just play. His playing is just an inconvenience. Like that's probably not even the most important thing he does on Monday. He's got like a to-do list. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him rummaging around the house looking for his helmet and wristband. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> the playbook's in the bathroom underneath some half-finished Sudokus or whatever. Yeah, he's definitely a Sudoku guy. <laughs> the Giants coach said that Eli's got a good look in his eye. It's probably cataracts. Oh, it's, man. It's... <laughs> he's got a good look in his eye. The good news, New York fans will get a preview of the Eli Manning statue that's coming. We can see that on Monday night on the field. <laughs> Been seeing it for the past five years. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Negative Aaron. <laughs> Let's enjoy the victory lap. Uh, speaking of giants, former giants like Eli Manning, uh, Odell Beckham has been playing with a sports hernia. And I thought that is a really rude name for Freddie Kitchens. That's uh, <laughs> that's rude. It's better than what he How called many... uh, Hugh Jackson on the way out. Yeah, and apparently the word is that he's he's like talking to players and other coaches around the league and says he wants out of Cleveland. That's the report this week, anyway. I'm sure he does. Nothing attracts a new boss like telling him how much you want to screw over your current boss. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beckham got along better with the kicking net. <laughs> Here's, here's the guy who, who misses Antonio Brown. That's the dude who makes Beckham look sane. 
Yeah, right? Yeah. He's becoming famous for two physically improbable feats, catching a pass with one hand and stepping on his own dick. Those are those are amazing feats. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's been quiet, though, this year. We haven't heard much from Beckham. Relatively speaking, yes. Especially considering what a disaster the stat line has been for him this season. I give him some kudos on not being a giant, you know, diva about it, at least publicly. Um, but I don't know if it's a long-term fit. It doesn't seem like it's going to work out. Maybe they'll get a new coach and shuffle the deck and have a new system and he'll get over his injuries, whatever those are. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he's with the Browns next year. But they signed him to a big contract, right? He would have to force his way out again, right? Or they could just agree to part ways. Hmm. The quarterback's good. It's just that the, the, the system didn't click. Is it bad coaching? I don't know. I was hoping they would be good this year. I was so hoping for that. Baker the seemed Falcons, to take Falcons a step back. Falcons and Browns are the, easily the top two most disappointing teams of the year. Yeah, probably. Based on preseason expectations. Maybe maybe the Falcons' expectations were just in my head. <laughs> um, it was exciting to see the Browns and Bengals game to find out who's the best team in Ohio. Just kidding, it's Ohio State. <laughs> People are still wondering if Ohio State could beat them. Oh, that game yesterday hurt my feelings. Uh, LSU beating down the Georgia Bulldogs. That was, that was hard to watch. Oh, it was bad, huh? It was so bad. It was never close. And and if they win that game, they're in the playoff, you know. Like, they were all set up. All they needed would, was to win three games in a row and be national champions. And they got blown out. Damn. LSU's good. That's my read. <laughs> they passed the eye test? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, quarterback for theirs is going to play on Sundays for sure. Um, that fan who won last week, uh, the fan of the Bengals after the Bengals won, he came down off the roof. Oh, I forgot about that story. Yeah. And some Lions fans jumped off of theirs. So that's nice. Right. Well, it's uh, about that time imagine, of year. <laughs> can you imagine coming off the roof to watch a Browns-Bengals game? <laughs> 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 They call it the Battle of Ohio. I thought the Battle of Ohio was employment versus heroin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's going into overtime. Yeah, it's going to be close. Yeah. Good luck, employment. <laughs> We're rooting for you. Oh, man. Oh, Seahawks pick six. Well, that's something. Oh, good. I want it's a ball game, at least. I want them to win. <laughs> um... The Vikings have done what no Detroit mayor has ever done, easily handled Detroit. <laughs> you know, for a town based around unions, you'd, you'd think Detroit could get it together. Pretty soon, Matt Patricia is going to take that pencil out from behind his ear and fall on it. <laughs> the team's not good. That's a team. That might be one of the saddest teams in the last two decades. They've never had, like... Oh, for sure. You know, like... Whatever, like the Browns had this off-season buzz. They have, they've never had an off-season like that. No. 
that team has been persistently disappointing for a long time. Yeah. And they've got a quarterback who could win. He's good enough to win a Super Bowl. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, he's the bottom of the range, but he's on that list, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, from the University of Georgia. Well, Stafford. there we go. Your bias is showing. Uh, it was a shootout in New Orleans, and for once, not because of hurricane looting. Oh, man. 94 points scored in the Niners-Saints game. Wow. Right. That's more scoring than Pete Davidson. That's a lot of, that's a lot of scoring. Wow, there's a reference for you. <laughs> the Niners are supposed to be all about defense. They allowed 46 points. It's crazy, but they still won. <laughs> Good for them. Um, Drew Brees needed... You know, needed to drive down the field with two minutes left. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a wheel, a wheelchair. To get a touchdown. Needed a wheelchair. <laughs> no, he was. He looked great. I mean, it was ridiculous the numbers he put up today against the best defense in the league. He scored 46 points. So it's two minutes left, right? He needs to drive down the field and score a touchdown. Field goal's no good. And he did it with 53 seconds left on the clock. He's literally too good and let them... Come back and kick a field goal to win it. He scored too fast. It's crazy. Jets, Dolphins, 10 field goals. 10 Fun. field goals. In Fun. Fun. Appropriate because I kicked myself for watching any of it. <laughs> it's a terrible game unless you have a foot fetish. <laughs> Rob Bryan was on the edge of his seat. It was like Quentin Tarantino directed it. It's a very exciting game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Gardner Minshew said his time on the bench was a really good experience making him the first person to ever describe watching a Jaguars game as a good experience <laughs> oh man I was just thinking the other day or actually today I was watching Gardner Minshew play for a second and I was like oh man can you imagine like whatever the equivalent is to quick snaps 30 years from now, that podcast just opining about the Gardner Minshew and Duck Hodges era. <laughs> <laughs> just remember those good old days? That's what you were daydreaming? Gardner Minshew and Duck Hodges? <laughs> uh, the league was in a good place. <laughs> I room for Minshew. I'm interested to see what happens. Hey, by the way, I posted an article. I know you saw it that was uh, explaining the Foles contract. They owe him a lot of money. He is not going to be easy to unload. Their only chance is to do something like they did with uh, Osweiler, where they pay the team to take his contract or some shit. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't. I think we might see more of this sort of awkward pairing for a while. I don't know. They're in a tough spot. Yeah? I think so. They're going to have to pay them, for sure. I think the Panthers are similarly in a tough spot where they're kind of they're kind of removing themselves from Cam Newton, and Kyle Allen is having, like, the worst five games of his life since then. And now what do they do? Do they move on from Cam Newton and hang with this kid who has promise and has looked bad lately? 
Like, I don't know. Yeah. That is a tough decision. Yep. I guess you got to listen to offers for Cam, if there are any. I imagine Cam Newton's worth, worth, some, worth some good stuff. Yeah. Second and fifth round. Where do you... Really? Like, that's, that's the level? That's my starting depends, point. Depends on the contract. I don't know what the contract scenario is. I go, listen, Carolina, I'll give you a second and fifth round pick. How, how are they saying no to that? And if they do, I'll go, all right, two and a four. But the good Cam Newton is like a, you know, he's top ten quarterback in the NFL. He's on the decline, though. How many years do you have left? Of Cam, and he's habitually Fair hurt. Fair point. He's not the savvy runner who doesn't get hurt the way Russell Wilson is. He's the big guy who gets hurt. Who you seeking out contact? Yeah, right. Yeah, he's all right. But right now, if he's healthy, where 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 do you rank him in NFL quarterbackdom? He's he's not a if healthy guy because that's such a factor of who Cam Newton is. But just to give me the ceiling, like he, if he's healthy, what is he? He's the he's the ninth best quarterback in the NFL. Somewhere around there, yeah. All right, I'll buy that. Maybe a little lower. I think you're right, though. I think the the health question marks and the uh, and the age those are both strikes. Because how long is he going to be good? Especially with his style, because he's he's a little bit of a Lean on the mobility type. All right, so I would say Russell Wilson's better than him. Carson Wentz is better than him. Carson Wentz is your second quarterback. I'm just I'm just That's... looking at sc- the scores. Okay. And like those, those are Russell teams for that are sure. Up. Well, there's all those Deshaun Watson, right? Lamar Jackson guys now that are better. Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Those are like the top four right now, probably. Like I think he's. Like, Jacoby Brissett is about as good as him now. Mm, I wouldn't go that far, but I hear what you're saying. I think he is, though. Not not to make a race, uh, make this into a race conversation, but all those young quarterbacks are black guys, too. It's a new era, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really think about it's, that, but... It's not that long ago that we were saying, like, yeah, there's only a few, you know, black quarterbacks. And now, like, the top four are all black dudes. They're crushing it. Good for them. Better watch out, Trump's America. I, I hope the Lamar Jackson thing continues to work, but I could see him having a sophomore slump. Not that, and he's technically a sophomore this year, but in terms of, like, the breakout kind of vibe, I could see it falling off a cliff next year as teams study him and learn how to play against him. Yeah, you would think this deep into the season, teams would ha- have enough on tape to check him out. And figure him out, but I'm, I'm sure. Little, like I'm not an expert. I'm a casual fan, but it looks to me like that team is clicking on all of the cylinders, and so he looks extra good because they're good at everything right now. Yeah, yeah. And those kind of things ebb and flow, and they're not always in place. Right. But but right now that team looks unstoppable, and now they've got. Solid control of, of the number one seed against the above the Patriots because yeah. they've got the tiebreaker and they're up by one, so they're kind of two games ahead of the Patriots now, which is awesome. And Mahomes just beat them too, so that's another team. Yeah, so the AFC is open. 
Yeah, for sure. Anybody yeah. could come out of that, I think. Yeah. And even some, I wouldn't be shocked to see, like, the Titans make some weird, surprising run. You know, they're they're quietly really good right now. So I think this is the year that we're safe from a Patriot Super Bowl, he said, as he cursed us all to damnation. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people, they forget about the Titans. But you, sir, you remember the Titans. <laughs> I enjoyed that more than I needed to. That was was enjoyable. All right, I'm going to give some kudos to uh, Drew Locke, who surprised everyone. It was the big surprise today. They blew out the Houston Texans. This rookie quarterback on a shitty team destroyed what we think is a really good team today. Oh, he's the Broncos guy, right? Yep. Yep. He did okay? Yeah, he did way better than okay. Like, that game was a blowout from the beginning, and it was a lot of his doing. So. Oh, good, good. Kudos, Drew Locke. Have yourself a day, man. Yeah, glad they kicked the tires on Joe Flacco. <laughs> I, I'm surpri- I mean, I kind of joked that he was a bridge to nowhere kind of thing. You know? That's exactly but what I, he is, though. I know, but I was surprised that he was not better than he was. Yeah, it was pretty Even bad. Even though... I was kind of on board that it was the end of the road for him, but I still expected a little bit more road. <laughs> I don't know. So what's the uh, uh, what's the big upset? Was there a big upset? That was it. That was the big one. That was the one? I, the Chiefs beat the Patriots in Boston. That's a pretty big upset, depending on how you define it. Yeah. But they're good. The Chiefs are for real. They're, they're a thing. Their defense looked good today, too. Or... The Patriots' offense looked bad, so, you know, maybe both. They haven't been good lately. No. They've struggled quite a bit. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. Everybody likes to see that. Yeah. And the Cowboys suck. Those are my two teams that I hate the most, and they're both struggling the last month quite a lot. Yay. And the Falcons are surprisingly not terrible in the last month, which is, I don't even think that's a good idea, but... (laughs) You know, it might be, man. It, like it's not even worth it to tank. It's more worth it to get morale up again. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I didn't write this joke, but I was daydreaming. Let me see if I can look this up. The Falcons had the longest uh, play from scrimmage today in the whole season. Yes, ninety-three yards. And it was a touchdown to a kid who had never caught an NFL pass. Amazing. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> He has some crazy name that I can't even... Yeah, it was like Okanakawaka or something. (laughs) Yes, it was. Hold on. Where is his name? I'm looking it up. Not that one. Matt Ryan passed to O... The last name is Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus. Oh, Zacchaeus. I got to look this up. I want to know where this comes from. Zacchaeus. Oh, it's showing me that. Okay. In ancient Greek, it was the chief tax collector at Jericho. All right. That's where the name comes from. So it's a, it's a biblical name. Okay. What's the first name? Hold on. <laughs> 
I listened to a podcast this week, by the way, that included some looking shit up stuff, and it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, I don't know why that bothers a lot of people. Uh, I think it was fine. By the way, the the podcast I listened to was recommended by Glenn. It's the most recent Tuesdays of Stories. Okay. And it's Mark Norman talking about working with Seinfeld at the Beacon. Hot and recommendation. It's I got to tell you, it's it is riveting. The first part of it is a little touch and go, and they're small talking, and the sound quality is bad, and blah blah blah. But there's like a half hour, like the last half hour of them talking about it. It is riveting because he. He walks through all of the beats of the nerves and the performance anxiety and the meeting him and the process. And then he fucks something up and he goes through like how he got in trouble. And then he kind of walks. It's it's really compelling. <laughs> Go find that one. It's Glenn was right. Yeah, those guys right. are great. So this kid's name is Olamide Zacchaeus. <laughs> I was pretty close. You were pretty close. <laughs> It's a black kid, a rookie with a crazy biblical name, I guess, is where this comes from. Olamide. I never heard either of these names. Olamide Zacchaeus. <laughs> a receiver from the University of Virginia. All right. Dolomite. Never heard of him. It's, it's Olamide is my name. <laughs> and fuck it up, motherfuckers, is my game. <laughs> I gotta watch that too. Oh, so good. <laughs> that's, that's on my list. <laughs> uh, and also, I, in listening to some other podcasts, I'm not bothered by advertisements or pitches for Patreon or anything. As long as it's not like too many of them. Like, I, I'm a little annoyed by Rogan because he'll put like five minutes of ads in a row at the beginning like what are you doing it doesn't even make sense you could just skip the whole damn thing without even thinking about it it's yeah more strategy and it's obnoxious but yeah broadly, i wonder if i wonder if joe rogan's gonna get this thing figured out already <laughs> i mean he's probably could do well if he just got his shit right jesus listen to me kid <laughs> totally fair <laughs> <laughs> Totally fair. <laughs> uh, that's so that's so dead on. It hurts my feelings. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> my point was not to trash Joe Rogan, who, by the way, I think is great. Uh, my point is to say that I don't. I'm I'm less bothered by some of the things that I thought I would be bothered by in listening to other podcasts. Right. I've kind of stopped listening to podcasts, so I'm out of the game. I am Mr. Hot Cold. I will sometimes not listen to one for weeks, and then I'll sometimes listen to like 10 different ones in a week. Depends on my travel and my poker schedule and, you know, how many airplanes and cars am I in. It's all that stuff. Um, I love them, though. They're so great because you control your own destiny. You're just like, oh, I don't need to be within a radio station range to listen to something good, and I can skip if I want, and I could, you know. It's like Netflix changes the way you watch movies. Like, if I don't like a movie in 20 minutes, I'm like, fuck this, and I don't watch it. <laughs> you can do that with podcasts. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm not knocking it. That's the one thing that I do miss about uh, having a regular job. I would just listen to podcasts. 
Um, so on that note, let's uh, let's give him a Patreon pitch. <laughs> Patreon.com slash quick snaps. Still time to get in there on the uh, first twenty people to become contributors getting a free t shirt. Uh, five dollar contributors, right? Is it, yes, can, sir. We got lots of contributors and most of them are under that. Um, and we love you guys. We are certainly not judging. We're just saying if you get to the five dollar range, we'll uh, We'll thank you back. That's all. And if you do that, uh, sign up for five or more on a regular contribution basis. We'll give you back uh, some free comedy tickets to see me if I come to your town. And uh, quite possibly a Quick Snaps t-shirt. And some bonus episodes from us. And we're also throw your name in a hopper. We'll we'll do a drawing soon at some point, right? By the way, uh, do you have the hopper? Because I, I, I thought have... I thought I gave it to you last time I saw you. <laughs> you still have it? I I yeah, I'm sure it's here somewhere. Oh okay. The, ho- the hopper. I think it's an old Falcon's hat. Get that I hopper believe. out. Yeah, get the hopper out. Uh, <laughs> and we're gonna do a drawing for like a legit NFL jersey. So one person will win that as well. Um, gigs. I got five gigs coming up. New uh, New Year's week that are awesome, and I can't wait to go do this tour. I'm excited about it. You're going to be uh, busy. That week. I mean, I've got a lot of time off before and after, <laughs> but that week I'm busy. Fort Dodge, Iowa, Nevada, Iowa, Davenport, Iowa, Appleton, Wisconsin, and Menominee, Wisconsin. Check out Kostaki.com for all the details. Uh, that's going to be really fun. I love these kind of runs where I fly in once and drive around for four, five, six days. It's, it's super cool. And these gigs have been, you know, I don't do them as much as I'd like, but when I do these sort of self-produced shows, they're really a pleasure, man, because they're kind of my people who come. And so they're super fun. Very cool. Not a hundred percent of the audience are Kostaki fans, but a big enough percentage are that I can kind of do what I want. And that's all and you no want. No one stops me. No one stops me and goes, that was kind of mean to Michael J. Fox. I don't know if you can Yeah. Me. <laughs> me, 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 me. It's not even about Michael J. Fox. It's about shaking when you're drawing a line. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Very sensitive out here. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's happening? Go ahead. Oh. Sorry. Oh, sloppy podcasting. Sloppy pod. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is a slot pod welcome to the slot you gotta pod. listen to the tuesdays with stories as someone who knows mark norman and knows comedy as well as you do you will be on the edge of your seat as he describes this big fuck up and and the excitement of jerry like signing off on him and like it is a crazy roller coaster all right i'm gonna check it out goes back and forth it's fun um that was what a big else? moment for him. You know that like Seinfeld was in the booth for a Mets game and they asked him about like you know about that. Yes, and I he's was like, who's the? They're like, who's the uh, a comic that you like? And he's like, well, you know, there's this young kid, uh, Mark Norman. He's been really good. It was like <laughs> that was like a huge moment. Yeah, it's gigantic. Can yeah. you imagine? Can you imagine being the guy that Jerry answers that about? That's right. crazy. Yeah, yeah all the people so that he cool. could name. And he, and he picks Mark. That's pretty cool. And I agree with Jerry. I think Mark Norman is... Yeah, he's not wrong. He is one of the best comics in America. Yeah, and absolutely. He's not 
he's certainly not top hundred famous comics. And that will eventually change. I think he's on his on the track to superstardom. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> he's got yeah. the goods, that kid. He's got the goods. He's good looking too, and he's super funny and original and he's got kind of a progressive, sort of thoughtful, you know, message in some stuff that he says. And yeah, yeah. He's really smart. I mean the jokes are really well written and he's he's a good comic, man. Good for him. Um yeah, so check out the Patreon, check out the gigs, check out my boy Aaron's uh, albums that are coming out. Like every time you blink, there's another uh, <laughs> you Lucky Dog album out there somewhere. Yeah, man. Next one's coming out uh, January 8th. January 8th, uh, Christian Duran. And I can't, oh, cool. t- can't tell you the name of the album yet, but it's funny. Have you considered Olamide Zacchaeus as a name for the album? <laughs> I think I'm just going to call it Dolomite is my name. <laughs> See if we get sued. Olamide Zacchaeus is a crazy name for a kid. 93 yards to the house. When I was naming my children, I took into account that their last name was Economopolis, and I went with some very pedestrian first names on purpose. Yeah, you could have done him a favor and just had one syllable. You know you're working with Zacchaeus. You're going you're gonna to name that kid Olamide? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's fun talking to you, man. I miss you. Yeah, I know. I want to make a six-pack uh, bet with you, but I don't know when we'll see you. <laughs> That's right. You want to bet on Eli Manning looking good or not on Monday? <laughs> what are the terms there? You seem to be jumping at the, chopping at the bit for that bet. Um, I don't know. What's it, what you got to boil it down to a number, right? All right, let's go. Um, passer rating number or yards? I'm gonna yards give you through the air number. Yards through the air and. Over under 250 is is a success or a failure? Oh, man. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm not even pitching that. I'm just thinking out loud. Is that? That's the number that I had in my head, too. So let's go 250 and a touchdown. Okay. If he gets both of those, I win. Yes. And if he gets one of them or none, you win. Yeah. I'm good with that. That's fair. Okay. Six-pack of... uh, Pete's Wicked Ale. <laughs> I guess it's gonna of, gonna have to be something local from wherever we we meet. Six pack of White you know? Claw. Might, <laughs> I might have to meet you in Indianapolis or something, dude. <laughs> See what's yeah, popping yeah. out there. Six bottles of Boone's Farm. What are we betting? Um, you know I rock with Boone's Farm. <laughs> it's been a long time, but you've been mentioning them. I hope so. It's in my head from my own stupid joke last week. Yeah. Boone's, Boone's Farm. I haven't thought about that in a long time. I got the melon ball. I mean, <laughs> really? Uh, melon ball. And was there a strawberry or a watermelon? Oh, my God. But definitely went with I'm, the melon ball quite a bit. I don't even. I didn't dabble in it enough to even have a favorite flavor. I can't believe melon ball is it for you. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, that sounds even girlier than like some berry thing, which is what I had in my head. Melon <laughs> ball. Oh, my goodness. Hold on, I gotta look it up here. Now, did you? You were you're you know, 
you're a few years younger. Did you have the the wine cooler era, or was that before your time? Like Bartles and James was kind of a hot thing when I first started drinking. Uh, I couldn't tell you a lot of uh, brand names, but yeah, there was a phase. We had. I mean, if you're drinking Melon Ball Boone's Farm, I was wondering if the. If I mean, there were some of the other things like that that you were drinking, does that too. count? Like, as a wine? That's a wine cooler, pretty much, right? Well, it's a good question. I don't know if it's technically a wine cooler, but it's certainly the same universe of things. <laughs> Strawberry Hill was a flavor I had quite a bit. Okay, yep, I remember that. What was the berry one? Berry Snow Creek. <laughs> oh no, I probably wouldn't know if you I'd, said it anyway. I probably, I probably had that a bunch. Blue Hawaiian. We used to drink Hunch Punch. Did you have that? What's Hunch Punch? Is that the brand name or some cocktail? No, you 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 make you make punch like you take a Hawaiian punch like powder mix, and you make punch and put golden grain or whatever in it. And if you get fancy, then you like also have like some floating like grapefruit slices and orange slices in there, or whatever. Oh, okay. So that's Never like, did that. It's like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's basically just white grain alcohol punch. Yeah. Yeah. That was a go-to for me for a while, my early drinking days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Strictly Boone's Which... Farm for me. <laughs> and I'll never forget the first time I had a, Bu- a Budweiser, though. That shit was so disgusting. After I... drinking uh, melon ball wine? Yeah, you get spoiled. You got spoiled on Boone's Farm? Yeah. You think all alcohol is delicious, and then you drink a Budweiser that you found in your parents' basement that probably was sitting there for three years. And you drink that, and you go, I don't get it. Why do people like this? (laughs) It's a fair question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right, brother. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You as Um, well, sir. All right, now I got to root for Eli Manning tomorrow. Look at me backing myself into a corner. <laughs> I hope I hope you win. I want to see <laughs> him do well. Too. I'm rooting for him. I think it, I wouldn't be shocked if he had a monster game. I wouldn't be shocked if he threw 119 yards and three picks either. But uh, I'll be rooting for him. I'm definitely stuck between I want him to fail and I want him to do well. I want him to do well, but I don't want to deal with the people that are going to come out of the the woods again and say, yeah, maybe he wasn't the problem. I think, I think you're safe. I think your, your your team is moving on next year. So now know. it's just for fun. Lenny Marcus is still in my mentions. So. <laughs> I know, me too. It's funny. <laughs> Lenny Marcus will stick with you. Let that be a warning to anybody <laughs> listening to Lenny Marcus. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope your fantasy playoff dream come, dreams come true. Fuck off. We'll talk. <laughs> and congrats to the boys in our league that moved on, not named Aaron Hodges. <laughs> and uh, congrats to Andreas for missing relegation. <laughs> yes, congrats. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.